Good morning. Welcome to our devotional on this Thursday morning. Thank you for joining us. And if you joined us uh, yesterday, we had been talking about the questions that Israel asked God when they were out in the wilderness. And one of the first questions was, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Can he actually feed us out here? Can he provide us water? Can he, can he give us food? Uh, how about clothing? And all of these things. And we learned uh, how much God actually provided for them. Especially when you multiply that times 40 years. It just wasn't one day. It wasn't 365 days uh, for one year. But it was for a total of 40 years. So the answer to the question in Psalm 78, 19 is yes. They spoke against God and said, Can God furnish a table? In the wilderness and the answer to that was yes he can furnish a table even in the presence of your enemies and then it says in verse 20 concerning the water where the rock followed them for 40 years out there God knows where all the water is at he knows where all the silver where all the gold where all the oil where everything is at and it says in verse number 20 of chapter 78 of uh, the book of Psalms Behold, he smote the rock, talking about uh, Moses, that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? And of course, he provided the bread, he provided the water, and he did provide the quails. The quails were provided for them, and that was where they got their flesh. But the basic thing is... They were lusting after the flesh. They had already been given the manna and that wasn't enough. They wanted more. It says in verse number 23, Though he commanded the cloud from above and opened the doors of heaven. Verse number 24, And he rained down manna upon them to eat. And had given them the corn of heaven. Of course, it says in verse 25, Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. In other words, he gave them overabundant above and beyond what they needed. We've learned this before. It's one of the principles. If something is empty, God will fill it. If we will allow him uh, any area of our lives. In verse number 26 of Psalm 78, it says, He caused an east wind to blow in the heaven, and by his power he brought in the south wind. So that, that, that's interesting. He caused an east wind and a south wind. He is in control of all the circuits of wind, uh, in heaven, or what we would call even the jet stream, everything is in, under his control. It says in verse number 27, He rained flesh upon them, just like he rained upon them manna every single day, six days a week. He rained flesh upon them as dust, and feathered fowls like the sands of the sea. And we have to understand that the amount that is described here was a massive amount. They all were 
they were all gathering, they were all filled. It it says in the in the book of Numbers in chapter twenty, in verse number eleven, if we were to read that. <clears throat> I lost my page here. Hold up. Here we go. It says, And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beast also, or the the animals uh, that they had. And if we continue... In, let me see, Numbers 11, verse 23. And the Lord said unto Moses, Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. And of course, God provided for them. In every instant, God provided, even though they constantly, constantly, constantly uh, were criticizing. It says in Numbers 11.31, Now there went forth a wind from the Lord, and brought quails from the sea. And and it's something to consider. The quails are usually on the land. And they came from the sea. How he got them with the wind to, to fall upon the camp. It says, uh, and he let them uh, fall by the camp as it were a day's journey on this side. And as it were a day's journey on the other side round about the camp. And as it were two cubits high on the face of the earth. So for one mile or a day's journey or how, however it, it took for them to uh, do a day's journey on one side and on the other all the way around them. Two cubit High. That's a roughly over two feet high. He provided quails for them. And it says in verse 32, And the people stood up all that day and all that night and all the next day. And they gathered the quails. And he that had gathered the least gathered about ten omers. And they spread them all abroad for themselves round about the camp. Now, some calculations, it depends uh, on, once again, uh, a lot of times uh, the, these, these measurements, they vary from, from one thing to another. But an, but an omer uh, was roughly equal to, 6,000 
700 quails. Stop and think about that. For two days, the people, starting that, that very day and that night and the next day, they were gathering quails to the point that it says they gathered. Whoever they were, the least, the, the small, the, the big, the men, the women, everybody was gathering. If you were to take that number of 6,700 and multiply it by, let's say, even 3,000 people, 4,000, but there was 3 million, 2 million, 1 million that came out. Let's just say 1 million. Just go ahead and add another six more zeros to that. And you wind up with a number of something like 6,700,000. Or if it was a higher number of, uh, of, of people, then the number was even greater. That is a massive amount. If you were to draw a little dot and then draw a circle around that dot and and say, from this little dot to the outer part of the circle, it takes me a whole day to get there. A whole day to get there. Or if I go in another direction, it takes me a whole day to get there. That is how many quails God caused to fall upon the land. And the people went and gathered them up and gathered and gathered and gathered until finally it says the person that had gathered the least was about 6,700 quails. That's 10 omers. And they spread them abroad for themselves round about the camp. Now, let's just re reiterate what we have said in, in the past. The amount of food that it took in tonnage daily, 4,000 tons or 8 million pounds a day. The amount of water that it took for them to drink. Uh, we had said it would take uh, a train that basically would be all the way from Virginia all the way to California every single day with that many gallons of water. And I believe we had said something like 11 million uh, gallons of water on a daily basis is what they would need to drink, to feed their animals, to wash and cook and everything else. So we see the greatness of God's provision in the wilderness for the entire nation. Now, if he could do that for an entire nation, he most certainly can do it for just one individual, one family. And he didn't do it for one day. He didn't do it for one week. He didn't even do it for one month or one year. God made this provision for this people for an entire 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. And we have to stop and think. Yet the people continue to complain. They continue to murmur. Instead of being grateful and being thankful that they had a daily supply, give us our daily bread. They 
accuse God of bringing them out into the desert to just keep wanting to kill them. He, they accused him of so many things, but yet God made provision. And finally, time after time, they pushed it to the limit. And it says in Numbers 11.33, And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, er, it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very large plague. So we learn from this, yes, one can ask God for provision, but one does not lust after certain things. Jesus taught his disciples, having bread, having clothing, having water, let us be content with that. Same words of Paul, let's be content. If that is what we've got, let's be content. So, from here we learned that God truly earns the right to the name of Jehovah Jireh being our provider for everything. And then finally we continue to learn in Psalm 78. It says, And he rained flesh also upon them as the dust and the feathered fowls like the sands of the sea, so that they did eat and were well fed, filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not estranged from their lust, but while the meat was yet in their mouth, basically they began to die off from a plague. It says in verse 37 of Psalm 78, for their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. Now right here, we begin to learn one of the reasons why God made such provision. He had promised and made a covenant with Abraham about his descendants, but then he made a covenant with them out there in the wilderness. They were given the law. They were given very specifics. And here it says that their heart was not right with God, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. And that's what we want to look at next time. We want to look at why were they not steadfast and what does it mean they were not steadfast with his covenant. So consider this food for thought and for the imagination today. Keep looking up. Our Redeemer draws near. One of these days, one of these days, every day means that he is just closer than he was before. But until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.